the intro again. <laughs> don't, don't, please don't. You really gonna do this? Yeah, f- him. It's our show. We do what we want. Oh my God, no! Not another freaking wrestling podcast. Yay! Like I said, I don't get people watching. So either you love me or you don't. I love you. I love you too. Welcome everyone back to an episode of Not Another Friggin' Wrestling Podcast. And we're not doing wrestling today. Fuck you, I'm tired of talking about wrestling. We're talking about media stuff that we like. I'm Jake, and I hijacked the intro, even though that's not the gimmick anymore. Wow, that was really aggressive, and I'm the Carpet City Draw, Shane Daniel. <laughs> Might be just trying out Fuck you, don't touch my fucking hand. <laughs> I'm the handshake, so are JD. Uh, so yeah, Jake said it. We're uh, here to talk about our what the media we're enjoying right now pop culture, media, whatever you want to call it, whatever we're enjoying. Um, video game, TV, book, movie, people read magazines. I read books. Katie reads Nothing. books. Nerd. Katie reads books. She has shit with him over here. Oh, wow. It hurts. I can go get her, so you can add it onto this if you want. I mean, we're all we're all nerds, honestly. Yeah. We talk about wrestling every week. Yeah. I'm also really fucking proud of you guys. You didn't mention Roman one time in that last episode. You're on your way to recovery. But you're recovering. And then you brought him up in the next episode. Well, I just fucking realized you guys didn't do it. We know how you really feel, Jake. Okay. <laughs> you love Roman. You love the whole Samoan dynasty. I like Yokozuna. The only reason you get to wrestle is because of Roman Reigns. He provides as he provides. It trickles down, kind of like everything else. And you know, you would have fans in the building if it worked for Roman Reigns. Shit, the way I heard it, the fucking trod ego last last night was uh, your guys with boy Tiger Kid. Fuck Tiger, Tiger Kid. Just saying, that's what I heard. I have a sacred night, Sam. I know. All right, that motherfucker. Let, before we before we get derailed by fucking tired kid, let's just talk about our favorite media. So, uh, I went to the movies yesterday. Oh yeah, people still do that. And people still do that. I actually had movie pass. Pay ten dollars a month. I'm gonna go see like a couple of movies a month. It's nice, nice. Uh, but we went to see uh, Renfield yesterday. The Nicholas Cage Clather. And yes, I was saying classic. You know, like, it'd be a classic. You, you literally said raising Arizona wrong. Okay. Yeah, I actually believe it's pronounced Wicker Man. I, I thought it was even eight millimeter. Anyway, uh, I know eight millimeter is a good fucking. We were having fun, and you took it to a real place. <laughs> Nicholas Cage is a fantastic Dracula. Um, the dude committed 100% and was just like, 
So it was great. The gore is over the top, campy, like the blood's just thick and like gross and oozy looking. It's just like meant to be over the top. Uh, legitimately scary at a few points. Like there was a few jump scares for, oh shit. So it fulfills the horror comedy type thing. Uh, Nicholas Holt carried the movie, obviously, um, as Renfield. He was great. Uh, it felt like they tried to tell too many stories at once in the movie, though. There were a few subplots that, like, uh, there was, like, a romantic subplot that was just kind of went nowhere and fizzled out throughout the movie. Um, there was obviously the abusive relationship story told between Dracula and Renfield. Uh, they, they told a lot about codependency. Uh, the, the movie was honestly uh, a story about codependency and abusive relationships. And uh, so that was kind of cool. Like like, comedy. It, yeah, it, it, exactly. So it didn't really tell that message very well because, you know, you had to get the last out of it too. Like I said, it felt like it was trying to do a little too much when it should have really focused in on one thing, like the romantic subplot or this. You know, uh, but overall, I had a lot of fun with the movie. Like, I left with a smile on my face and enjoyed my time in the theater watching it. So, definitely recommend going to see it if you still go to see movies. If not, check it out when it's out. Uh, but good excuse for me to go get a big bucket of popcorn. So, you know, I like occasionally sitting with a crowd watching a movie because you get the crowd reaction too. Because, yes. you know, there's. You know, watching the movie at home, you're not always going to react the same as you would when you're out in public with, with people and enjoying the experience together. Right. So, this is one of those that's worth enjoying the experience with other people. Well, I have something different, too. But like, movie theater popcorn hits different. Oh, God, yes. I, oh, we, got, we got a big-ass large popcorn, and we ate, like, half that motherfucker together. Yeah. Especially if they got the remix machines on the sodas, too, and you can put the little flavors in it. This one did not have that. Uh, yeah, my, they didn't have Dr. Pepper on three to home fucking candy. Oh. We brought cake pops with us. Nice. I've never yeah. brought cake pops to the theater. It was pretty dope. Hmm. Pretty dope. Did your theater have uh, the reclining chairs? They did. The only disappointing thing, we went to a different theater than the one we went to last time to go. So we went and saw, um, what was it last time we went and seen? That it was Mario. Mario. Yeah, we went and saw Mario a week or two ago. That was fun, too. But that theater had, like, the chairs where it was, like, had, like, the love seat. You could raise the middle and sit together and, like, had the, like, nice space and everything. This one was very much very close together, but I saw the reclining seats. So that was, it was cool. You can only go to certain theaters with that movie pass, right? Yeah, it has the theaters listed in there, but, like, most theaters around us take it. It's, uh, it's pretty great. You should check it out. Okay, out here. Okay. Since we're going to talk about media stuff, we got our, our resident media nerd. She was doing the Last of Us episodes with you. Katie can talk about some stuff, too, so it's not just... I don't really get out much. So... Recent media. Yeah, I mean, I could we'll watch Fred. We don't know her. It's just fun to add you in it. All right. Uh... JD was talking about it. Right? What else is somebody enjoying? You want to go, Katie? 
Uh, just, yeah, sure. Uh, I just finished a book called Head Like a Hole. It's for free on Kindle. It's kind of in the realm of sci-fi horror. It's a pretty good book. I give it a four, four out of five. There you go. Now we got books covered. Mighty high rating there. That's suspicious for a free Kindle book. That, there's some good stuff on there. Free Kindle oh. books are always porn. <laughs> well, given her, like, I wouldn't be surprised if it wasn't some naughtiness in them. Actually, there wasn't. A lot of 90s music references. Well, I mean, the titles of fucking Nine Shells Yeah, nine, uh, yeah nine Shells, and then there's Nirvana references, um, L, um, L7. Nice. Yeah. No porn. No porn, actually. Which is really funny coming from the girl that in our office, she has a uh, a picture of um, Bem Shep and Garrus making out from Mass Effect. So, like... No shame, I do. <laughs> that's a real thing. I see it all the fucking time when I'm in there playing video games. <laughs> I haven't had time to play video games. I have Resident Evil 4, and I've played through a little bit of the the first segment. Yeah, it looks great. Everything looks awesome on that game. It's just, I just have not had time. That's the thing. When you go to cons, you'll never know what you'll find. You'll find all kinds of interesting. Oh, yeah, they have like the little booths like closed off that are like 18 and up. <laughs> I've seen uh, My Hero Academia characters in some questionable positions. Well, you've got the internet too that's on there. Yeah, that's just weird. The 31st of the internet, man. Fuck that. Is that where you're enjoying lately, Jake? Kind of lineable porn? <laughs> if it exists, you're only porn in Talk to us about genital porn you're watching. I'm not watching genital porn. Are you sure? It is. I have to say that book I mentioned, like, it did have, like, it did that have the ability to go into tentacle porn territory, and it did, like, I'm actually shocked. It oh, so they took the high road. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad they did. They went for free, right? Yeah, positive. People will pay for smut. <laughs> I mean, have you, have you ever been on fanfic.com? I have not. I have. I don't. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Wait, what? It's plain for the normal people. <laughs> Insinuating these two aren't normal now. So, back when I was a teenager, my young and more formative years, I would um, go to fanfic.com because, you know, you could read what people thought the next Harry Potter book would be. And I was a nerd, so I wanted to know what other people thought. Oh no. Well, some people thought that Harry and Hermione were hooking up and they would write books all about their sexual exploits. And we didn't know. Harry Potter and Naruto are like the most fan fiction on fanfiction.com. You didn't know what these books were going to be about based on the title most time. So you get to like, they do all the, the plate setting and you get to like chapter three and all of a sudden it just be all sex. The right. book, and you're like, "What?" And you're 13 years old, sitting here like, "This is not what I signed up for. I don't know what any of this means." 
But then here's the fun thing about fanfiction.com. You're like, I learned things, but you really didn't learn anything because the before <laughs> I sex things on fanfiction.com do not. Oh my God. Do not have sex. Yeah, exactly. So that's right about it. Apparently, there's a also a site which I I didn't frequent at all, but I know someone that did called Literotica that also does this, but it's strictly sex stuff. And also, I never frequented it. People don't realize how much fan fiction ends up as popular media now. Well, like, uh, was it? What was it? That funky. Yes, Fifty Shades was just a fanfic of Twilight at first. Well, it's just like uh, all the fucking Nintendo nerds made female Bowser like some kind of wafu fucking icon. Eh. Yeah. And uh, let me start it on the Sonic people. On, uh, I think people the most- are fucking here. Oh, God. Sonic people, wait. Sonic people are- You mentioned Sonic, and this is just reminding me. So- Funny as hell. The other day, someone posted a picture in the Kernersville page here in North Carolina. There's a there's a page of a little. Uh, it, it was a um, shadow, little shadow plushie in the road, and they were like, "Someone lost their Sonic doll in the road." And so I commented to correct them, and I was like, "That shadow, an evil clone hedgehog. Sonic probably isn't far behind though." And uh, I consider it a plus humor. And probably my favorite thing I've said all week. <laughs> all right. <laughs> uh, I'll give it to you. All right. Where were we? <laughs> no, when he was, Jake was about to tell us about Tenable Four, and he goes with about fucking Harry Potter sex fan fiction at the end. <laughs> then we started talking about how the paper messed up. Sonic and Shadow, and you commented the best thing you've done a week. And now we're back to tentacle porn. And we are not back to that. Isn't that what you're going to tell us about with tentacle porn? It was absolutely not what I was going to tell you about. Oh. Well, now I'm disappointed. It was, that, was, that was Shane's Freudian slip over there. I'm still disappointed that the bananas isn't a sex. That the what? That the bananas isn't a sex thing. The bananas? Shane, where let's go see the bananas and it's not a sex thing. Oh, the fucking Savannah banana. Oh, well, look at what that guy about that shot's made. And you want to see that? What do you know with bananas? Where was it? Where are you? Where though? Was I was working and I just looked down and saw. I, does anybody look at to see the bananas? And I was like, what are the bananas and is it sexual? And then I left the conversation for like an hour. <laughs> when I came back, the conversation had gone so far away from where I thought it would go. And we were suddenly talking about group sex and bananas. <laughs> I can see where you would make it. Remember the the thing back in like the early two thousands where they had the ridiculous names for sex acts like the Alabama Hot Pocket and shit like that. Like, I could see some Abraham Lincoln being a thing like that. The Abraham Lincoln is still my friend. You ever yeah. give your bitch old Cleveland steamer? There you go. Fucking chili hollow napkin up all set. 
You know what my favorite? You know what my favorite one is? Mm. Strawberry shortcake. Right. <laughs> you know what a strawberry shortcake is? I do yeah. not. A strawberry shortcake. <laughs> when you ejaculate on their face and then punch them in the nose. <laughs> oh, is that like the Tony Danza? <laughs> like midway through, you reached out and you punched him and asked him who the boss is. No, I think that's the the donkey punch from the back. You you know that one, right? Well, that's from the back, but the front is the Tony Danza, and then you ask him who the boss is. Yeah, but if you fucking surprise him with a hit to the back of the head, <laughs> who's the boss now? <laughs> a screaming pelican is right. The what? A screaming pelican. No, say true. The only one that was modern Mexican Halloween. No, that, that, that's when you're having sex on the beach and you pull out, push it in the sand, and then push it back in. Oh my God. What? <laughs> no. That's terrible. Shane, what was the angry Girl Scout? Not in their eye and stomp on their foot. <laughs> Fun fact, Drew then, then turned that into a wrestling move. He did? He took the name, he took the name and made it a wrestling. Of course he did. Yeah, originally he used to use the sliced bread as his finish and he called it the G-spot so that the announcers had to say, and Drew Game hits the G-spot. Oh yeah, because live commentary. And, uh, Jack, so what are you? What are you watching? What are you playing? What are you... Well, I, I've been playing fucking baseball. You guys don't want to fucking hear about that. <laughs> tell us. Tell, tell us about your baseball game that you could have got for free if you had an Xbox. Tell us, mm-hmm. please. Well, I buy it from them every fucking year. I just play fucking baseball. There's nothing really to it. They did, though. Like, it was cool. Like, back when they didn't let black people play in the majors... And they had the, the, the black leagues and shit. They do a whole bit of history of that. wrong. It was a, I had to preface it. Do what? It was before Jackie Robinson, and they had a whole separate league for the for the black guys. And, I'm hold- yeah, and they have, they have a whole section in it where it like it covers the history and stuff of some of the, the big stars from back in that era, and it's, it's really cool. Like, they, there's this one where they talk about this dude, Satchel Page. And he was such a cocky bastard when he'd pitch. Like, he would call all the fielders in to sit down on the grass behind him because he was so confident he could strike everybody out. And they make you play through that. And it's, like, fucking stressful because you're like, if this guy gets a hold of this ball at all and puts it in play, I'm fucked. Because you have nobody to field the ball. Huh. But, like, it's documented that that guy used to do that shit, like, all the time. And fucking... Imagine watching something on ESPN and the guy fucking doing that shit. Fucking coach fire him on the spot. That's crazy. Yeah, the whole thing's really... But the whole thing on the, the Negro Leagues is really cool. Like, I loved it. And I'd recommend, like, anyone, like, to research or, or read about them because, mm-hmm. like, there's so much history there and mm-hmm. and just a lot of amazing things to read about. Because mm-hmm. they were very innovative. Yeah. They brought a lot of things that we have in modern baseball now to the table. It's funny that you say something about baseball because I watched this video. It's kind of like, 
I don't even know how it even got in the algorithm. And it was actually really interesting to have like, uh, what baseball gloves were and how they evolved over the years. And oh yeah, those just, weird ones that like the fingers were individual and shit. Yeah, and they have like one, like the first one was just the, a regular hand with tape on two fingers and then it moved to like an actual, looked like a fucking leather glove that you would use for gardening and then it like evolved into what we have now and I, I was like, oh, that's pretty fucking cool. Well, you watch like baseball, the way they did it in 1900s, they didn't have gloves, they just bare hand just bare hand. <laughs> Yeah, there's a league in in Tennessee somewhere where they play under the old 1880s rules, where the guys don't wear gloves and they wear the era correct uniforms and shit. Like oh. people that go to watch it will dress in 1800s clothes and shit with the straw hats and all that shit. It's like and I was like, go watch that. That's fun. and they stay in character too. Yeah. they they take it very seriously. I didn't even know this was a thing. Yeah, I think Chattanooga at least has a team. That does it that way. Fucking Conan O'Brien did a bit on it one time, but he was in like Pennsylvania or something when he did it. And like everyone like stays in character. It's like going to a Civil War reenactment without the guilt. <laughs> well, anything else, else you're doing outside of baseball? I watched this thing literally like an hour ago before we recorded the first episode. There's a YouTube channel called Alternate History Hub, and this dude takes uh, historical moments and like breaks down like what if this had happened this way and he did well you remember when the challenger exploded jesus i'm just hitting all the fucking bad shit when the in 84 when the 86 was it 86 86 the challenger exploded did you know instead of the teacher that went on that the civilian teacher that went up the original plan was to put fucking big bird on the spaceship no yeah the whole video was initially about what what if NASA had sent Big Bird up in the Challenger and it blew up. Like how, like not only did them getting a civilian killed was this big PR disaster for NASA, but that they killed fucking Big Bird. Also, I didn't realize, it didn't dawn on me that they televised this in classrooms. Like they stopped mm -hmm. class and had kids watch the challenger be launched and i think the original plan was to have that teacher that died in the challenger to teach a class from space and then like kids actually like witnessed log the challenger exploding <laughs> well, i mean that's like you know i watched 9-11 happen i did too and now i was in the manual classroom you know so yeah the teacher pulled off the tv but like the thing about it was was i was in a christian religious school and it was chaos the teacher was like running around like getting the kids all freaked out and it, it was like we had a lower classroom and an upper classroom and all the lower kids because the teacher was panicking they started panicking so there was kids running everywhere screaming because the teacher was running around saying jesus coming back it's the rapture and it's rapture that said this is the end of the end day so everyone along with 9 11 thought jesus coming back so <laughs> that was my 9-11 experience. I got in trouble on 9-11 because I passed out in class because I was doing things I wasn't supposed to have been doing in class. And I woke up and I just saw it on the TV. And I 
genuinely did not know what was happening. And I was just like, are we watching Die Hard? And they put me out in the hallway. <laughs> and one of my friends walked up and goes, what are you doing in the hallway? And I was like, I asked if we were watching Die Hard. And the dude goes, that was fucked up. I was like, what is happening? And then he had to explain it. And I was like, oh, oops. It was funny you brought up the Challenger because I watched this TikTok. I mean, this guy was explaining how uh, the conspiracy is that a lot of those astronauts that were on there are still alive. Because there's the Asian guy. There's another, uh, there's a dude that looks exactly like that guy, and it's his twin brother. Mm. And then they, like, go through all this thing about the teacher, and then she's apparently running some kind of college class now. And, like, they line, listen, they line her face up with the pictures, and it's exactly the same. Huh. Conspiracy theory for you. Yeah. And conspiracy theories, people are weird, though. But, but, like, you know, like, you hear those things, and you're, like, trying to put it together, like, what? What's the benefit of doing that? Why would they do that? Who would benefit? from That's why the Flat Earth people don't make any sense to me. What, what would the gain be? For them to have been lying all these years about the Earth being flat. There's no such What would be the game? Facebook Reels is a wild place, man. Explain the... What? Yeah, why is everything why is else fucking... Flat? How would a total eclipse work if the fucking Earth's flat? Like, looking at you, AJ Styles. I'm not saying. Well, um... I've been playing a lot of Call of Duty ranked. Because that's what I do. I just kill a bunch of fucking people on the internet uh, in a fake game. I am a Call of Duty veteran. Respect me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, no, that all came about because my son is a dick. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you wouldn't even kill over your own son. No, fuck him. He's an asshole. I love him, though. Um... No, because he was like, I was like, I'm going to play some rank. And he was like, you're not that good. Oh. And I was like, I was like, okay, well, fuck you. Um, I said, the only reason you learned how to play this game was because of me. And I'm the one who taught you how to play the game. So I got on there and just, I've been on a 10 win game streak. I got rank five. I'm just fucking, you know, whatever. And uh, so, yeah. So I play Call of Duty Rank, and uh, I play a lot of World of Warcraft. Uh, I leveled up my level, got my Rep Paladin to uh, level 70. I know that it's weird that I play a Paladin and don't believe in God, but I really like playing with a Paladin. So, are you and Michael still playing? Uh, you know, I hadn't talked to him. We have a really weird relationship. Um, like he'll, I'll pop in, he'll send me a meme and then I'll, we'll talk for a couple of days and then we'll, one of us will ghost each other. It's a real toxic relationship, you know? <laughs> um, then I'm like, Hey, you want to play some, uh, wow. And he's like, yeah. And then we'll do the invite. And then he usually gets upset. Um, 
because he thinks he sucks at the game, but we're really just running really high shit. <laughs> and he's just like, he doesn't do mechanics. And I'm like, bro, if you just do the mechanics to the fucking dungeon, you won't fucking die. And then people won't be like, ah, oh, you fucking suck. It's all a vicious cycle. Why <laughs> oh. don't play games online? That is our, uh, that is mine and Michael's toxic relationship. Uh, you know, I'm the lone gamer. Well, except when you're playing that. She was playing that Evil Dead game. Yeah, that was. The Evil Dead game is pretty fun. It's much in the frame. I get into these, like, um, spurts of, with, especially with Call of Duty, because, like, legitimately, I, I mean, I post my screenshots all the time, or, or videos of me playing, and it's not horrible at the game. I just get really fucking bored. Mm. Because, like... When you start dropping like 80 to 100 kills in a fucking match, there's no real, you know, uh, competition there. So it just kind of gets boring. So then I was like, man, I'll, I'll go play rank because like in rank Call of Duty, fucking there's certain guns you can't use. You can't use like silencers and shit like that. It's real bare bones. Like you don't have all the kill streaks. You can only pick from two and all this and it's actually based off your talent or skill instead of oh i got a gun that shoots fucking 600 bullets in a fucking half a second you know oh. so it's a lot more like they ban a lot of stuff it's it's just like watching the pros play i mean that's basically the rules that they're playing with and like you don't even get to pick all the guns like you can't even pick a shotgun Shotguns are took out of the equation altogether. Ride shield, all the dumb shit that pisses you off when you play regular Call of Duty. So it'd be like going to, like when they have those official like competition tournaments and shit for the trading card games, like you can't use so-and-so card in this. It's tournament illegal, like. Yeah, dude, I fucking, when I was taking my son to play Pokemon, you know, I'd play in those little tournaments with him and like, they look at your cards and like, you can't use this card and you can't use that. Or especially like the thing with Pokemon and even Magic or Yu-Gi-Oh, they always have new decks that come out. Yeah. And so the older decks kind of get phased out and you, I mean, it's that's how they make their money. Oh. Well, release a new set. Oh, these aren't that good. Now you got to get a whole new deck. It kind of makes it very much a pay-to-win scenario. It really is, because I've seen people, the market for, like, CM Games down here. I mean, they open those packs and find all the cards that are worth a fuck, and then turn around and sell them for double profit. Exactly. Then you're making money hand over fist. Yep. So. But yeah, that's what I've been playing, so. You know, the, the one time I ever played anything online, like, competitively, I played, I think it was right after uh, Dragon Ball Fighter Z came out, and I got, like, I went into, like, the public lobby, and I went in and I played against this dude, and I got fucking bull race, like, bad. And, like, I thought I was decent at it, and I got fucking... I, like, uh, I loved playing that online. That was fun, because I would pick, like, fucking Yamcha team, like, all these characters that Everybody's like, oh, they're horrible. Yamcha is a fucking beast in Fighter Z. If you can use him right, yeah. But, like, and for real, this person fucking smoked me with fucking Yamcha on their fucking team, right? And I get a message on 
on my account from them and it's like hey good game and i was like oh, okay cool thanks i guess and come to find out that this was a little fucking eight-year-old boy in japan that whooped my ass before breakfast and i was like i am never playing online again <laughs> ever online i tell my son all the tell this tell my son all the time and i say it to a lot of younger guys a lot of these guys would not have survived a fucking Modern Warfare 2 fucking Xbox 360 fucking lobby back in the day. They would get destroyed, exposed, and fucking ate up and spit the fuck out. Yeah, I remember the Halo 2 lobbies. Oh, those are toxic as fuck too, man. God, yeah. damn, the toxicity in those two games alone is enough for me my entire life. The only thing I was staying close to was NBA lobbies. Maybe it was just say, what was that? There was that one meme on my park or whatever. Yeah, that was a pretty rough. There was that one meme that went around to the guy that just got like his shit pushed in playing fucking Madden, and this dude's talking shit about it, about how he whooped his ass. And it was like, I'm like ten, and the guy was like, Oh, dude, you're just so good. Like, keep practicing. <laughs> you know what's going to be really toxic is they've released the Street Fighter Six like beta, I guess, and people are starting to talk about it now. And it's kind of like, um, it's a mix between like my court and NBA and fucking, uh, free mode. And then one of those other fighting games that you could do, but you can literally fight anybody in the lobby. Like just go up to them and just start kicking their fucking ass. Well, so it was like in Xenoverse when you were in the, the hub world and you just see all yeah. the run run. Yeah. That's awesome. It always felt like being at a con to me because, like, it felt like everybody was dressed up and shit. I think when you're in the public lobby of like Xenoverse and shit, I think Left for Dead still remains like my favorite game. I don't think I've ever found a game as influential on me as Left for Dead. Left for Dead. I, I made like lifelong friends on Left for Dead lobbies. Like, uh, me and my friend Chris, we used to play together all the time, and we made friends with a guy in Texas, and we. Ended up going and visiting him and everything, so... That rule. That was me with 2K lobbies. I have a, a buddy I played 2K with from Atlanta that actually came to see me wrestle at a show when I was working platinum down there. Yo! That person. Yeah, it was cool as hell. It was, and, like, we rocked every day together on 2K, man. Oh, God. I used to... had a problem with NBA 2K. Remember you tried to get me to play that one time and I just couldn't get used to the way you had... Man, I was... Oh. I was so... So fucking good at that game. I used to embarrass the shit out of people on the daily. I'll tell you the wild thing about like the friend we made in Texas, Ryan. Like, um, we we played with him when he was putting his kid to bed. Now his kid would join lobbies and gangs and play with us because he's like 18 now. And it just blows our That's wild. See, I used to have a bunch of friends that I, I used to play with like that every day. You know, I met this cool dude in fucking Australia. Uh, and he lived on the coast, on the Gold Coast or whatever, and he would tell us about his day, you know, and he was like, yeah, I work, I live in one time zone and have to drive, and when I drive, I'm in a fucking completely other time zone, so it really fucks with me. Coming back and forth, yeah, it, it was weird, and, like, Australian people are fucking cool as shit, um, and we played every day for years and then you know it's kind of like everybody kind of either grows up and moves on or you know life happens and you just kind of stop playing so yeah times don't happen 
that that time zone shit's fucking wild, dude. Like the few times I've been to Japan, it's so weird. Like your cell phone will freak out so hard. Flipping time zones, like you technically, like when you're coming back from Japan, you get home before you fucking left. That's kind of like when I did that trip out to Seattle. Oh yeah, it'll do that too. But like, you get home before you, like the day before you left, and it's like, hold, wait. <laughs> Hold on, and your phone has to struggle to catch up, so your all your messages are all fucking weird and out of sync and shit. It's fucking wild. Time travel does exist. Yeah, but that's what I've been doing. Just playing a lot of WoW. Uh, could never get into that. Closest thing that I ever got into. You guys want me to play fucking Fortnite, and I can't do Fortnite. I like Fortnite. Fortnite to me is not it's just a lot of fucking people building fucking shit and not really fucking playing a game. Like so uh like if I want to build fucking towers, I'll play fucking Minecraft. I, I don't play builds. They have a no build option. Which makes the game a lot more fun and makes it a more even playing field. You can't just be a builder, you have to be able to play the game. Ooh. Look, you can play fucking Gears of War and play fucking Fortnite. But I liked Overwatch before they started changing a lot of the stuff on Overwatch. Dude, I love Gears of War. Sport, I just I've got so many fucking hours in Overwatch. It that game pissed me off when the second the second one came out. Yeah, it's literally the same fucking game. It was basically one point five. It was one point five. It wasn't two. Then they took away all the fucking loot boxes. Not that I'm a fan of loot boxes. I hate fucking loot boxes. I hate fucking battle passes. I hate. I never paid for it. All the Mavalian skins. Like, I still do it, but I fucking hate it. Because you have to, or you'll get fucked. I feel the Star Wars multiplayer was so unappealing with the loot. EA when everybody was like, this is fucking stupid. EA fucking ruined Battlefront. Battlefronts on PS2 were fucking amazing. I saw a thing yeah. on Battlefront the other day that said the second one or whatever was fucking done. Like, literally, it was done and ready to go, and we got robbed of fucking game. You know, they, they bled that Avengers game dry with uh, micro-purchases and everything, and, and that's where it's at. Everything's free. Yeah. They made everything in the store free. Yo, speaking you of- know they got away from the loot boxes because they were like, uh, apparently in Hawaii, somebody made a case about it and it was basically saying it was gambling. So what well, you're up to? Kid, the kids were underage, you know, because you got to be 18 to gamble, and these kids are playing these games. There is kind of like a a factor of like it it trains kids' brains to enjoy the aspect of gambling. Like it kind of, it kind of does set them up to later in life be like, oh yeah, gambling. Speaking of Marvel games, though, did you guys ever play the Ultimate Alliance games? Yeah, I love those games. The second one was fucking tit. That's why I was so disappointed when fucking Civil War came out because I was like, oh dude, they're gonna do the fucking Civil War storyline and they shit the bed. As Marvel is wont to do. You've never played Ultimate Alliance, JD? Nah. I, uh, man, I kind of just don't play video games anymore. Fortnite's kind of one of those things I play to talk to friends. Oh, well, 
Like, uh, and then like when I do actually like sit down to play, it's usually like something like The Last of Us because I'm replaying that. Well, you you'd love fucking Ultimate Alliance, especially the second one, because it's like you you have your party of four, and you can pick from their roster of heroes, and it's like a top down like beat 'em up slight RPG elements to it, and it starts out with the uh, the secret war story and then it bleeds into the civil war storyline with the superhuman registration act and all that shit and it splits off so it gives you the replayability it splits off midways to where they're they're pro-registration or anti-registration and then it does it to where like you can only pick certain characters if you're on certain sides so it gives you reason to replay it again and the voice oh, okay. fantastic and shit it's so good like I think I have it. I, I used to have a physical copy of it, and now I only have a copy of it on my. Isn't it like it's not really influenced by the Marvel cinematic? No, like, because they did this way before. Yeah, I kind of like that. It's got that influence of more comic book than like the Marvel cinematic verse. Because they did it way before the movies really started taking off, and it's really good. Well, that's like I used to play this fucking uh, game that was similar to that on PC, and I can't remember what it was called. Um, but basically, it had its own little storyline and stuff like that, and you could pick characters, and, and like everybody else was fucking. It was kind of like WoW, except um, you fucking just do it with Marvel characters, and each one had its own powers and, and, and stuff like that. You can make random makeshift teams and fight bosses and shit. But they shut that down, too. I'll tell you what was good. I really liked the Friday the 13th game, even though, like, it ran into some licensing problems, and they weren't able to do a whole lot more with it, but I, I loved it. I had fun playing with friends, and That was the, our go-to because we had a member of our gaming party that had motion sickness and he couldn't play Call of Duty. So we weren't playing Call of Duty. We played Friday 13. Nice. Gaming's for everyone. So guys, um, any other media you guys are interested in talking about tonight? No. That pretty well covers it then. Yeah, man. I'm glad we're all getting, getting to enjoy some things. And let's go. We uh, we planned this to be like a half hour thing, and we still <laughs> it happens, man. Uh, like I said, y'all should check out Renfield if you get a chance. Yeah, it, it's a, it's a lot of fun. Jake, what do they do? Bring us nerd shit.